Welcome to the Abandoning Average Podcast here for the aspiring Christian woman. There's a lot of self-doubt. Why am I not doing this? And then you're like, oh, well, because just because I'm afraid of it. There's also this norm of, well, why are you doing something different? I don't want you to be. People want for other people to look at them and say, oh, that person is successful. They put their mind to something and they did it. What happens most of the time is people start something and then it doesn't go anywhere. I think a lot of people aren't aware that they're actually like afraid to do something out of the ordinary. So then they don't do anything. By choosing to do something different, you are setting yourself apart. Fear of rejection, fear of anything is normal. It's what you do with it. Fundamentally, being different, doing something different isn't bad because God has given a purpose and that's what matters. I'm your host, Amanda Boardwine, and welcome to the journey to abandoning average. everybody and welcome to another podcast or episode in the Abandoning Average podcast. I am really, really, really um, looking forward to this episode in particular because there is a reason I have always been obsessed with assessments. I have been obsessed with figuring out who people are and what makes them tick and that about myself. Like I love that kind of stuff. And I think that this fits so, so well into this whole month of July talking about um, who like the unique value of you and who you are as an individual created by God and how that's separate from other people and not being um, not being in a comparison trap, not being um, trying to copy other people or anything like that, just being able to stand in your own uniqueness. I think that fits so well. So I'm really excited to be able to talk about this now because it's been something that I wanted to talk about for a long time and just haven't really um, known how it like fits into what I'm currently doing. And so this is something that I can just, it fits in so well and I'm really excited. Um, So first, before I start anything, I want to tell you um, one strategy that I have kind of implemented into my mornings that has really, really helped me um, with this particular thing. So we're going to be talking about who are you and like the the whole premise is who am I? And so going through like how are you um, hardwired as an individual to be able to work a certain way or to um, socialize a certain way or anything like that? Like how has God created you uniquely? Um, and that's what we're going to be talking about today is like getting really down to the core of that and having strength in that and having confidence in that. And I'm, I'm really, really excited about it. So with that topic in mind, here's something that I have implemented into my mornings that I have found really, really helpful. And it's been super, um, super focusing to me. So it's been something that I've just been able to kind of hone in on in the mornings. So what I do is I do my normal routine and I go through a bunch of different steps in the day. And then one little piece of that is when I'm done reading my Bible, um, I've already got my journal out for that. And I always write down um, like a intention of the day that is unique to me. Something that is, um, something that I, I typically do. And it's a passion that, that keeps me, um, driven and focused throughout the day. So I write that down. I write down, um, what is my passion? 
um, or I write down what am I focusing on today that is not just a task, but actual like this is something that I do that I love doing. Um, it for you it could be um, it could be encouraging other people. It could be um, being really detail oriented and figuring out how to serve other people in that area, or it could be being a researcher, or it could be anything like that. Like what do you do really really well, and how are you going to implement that throughout the day and And having that little journaling moment at the very beginning of the day helps you focus so much better instead of getting sidetracked and being like, oh my gosh, I have all these other things that I'm doing and all these other um, things that need to get done today. And if you're an entrepreneur, maybe it's content planning or maybe it's actually content, like actually writing and posting and putting all those things out there. Um, If you're working, maybe it's I've got to work all day and then I've got the dishes to do and the laundry to do and all these things and I've got to go meet these people and you just get overwhelmed and being able to write that down at the very beginning of the day and take a split second and just put it down and say this is something that I know that I'm personally unique in and I'm passionate about and this is what gets me fired up and I'm going to focus on this today. And I think that that is such a huge game changer for me and it's so cool. So I encourage you guys to be able to do that even if you don't sit down um, and journal on a daily basis, maybe just before you sit down at your work. Um, whatever you're doing as work, maybe just pulling out a piece of paper and just writing that down really quick. What is something that you're passionate about that you can use in a day-to-day basis? Um, so yeah, that's, that's something that I've really, really enjoyed and it has really helped me focus. Um, so yeah, I encourage you to do that. And with that said, let's get into this whole thing. So, so many people, um, I hear so many people like sit down, especially when you start working as an entrepreneur and you're trying to figure out your why, you're trying to figure out your reason, all of those things. But but even regardless of what work you're in, a lot of people sit down and they have to figure out, okay, what am I most talented at? Or what are my strengths? How do I respond under pressure? How do I influence people? Like you think about these questions and it's like, it's it's a constant process of how do I do this? Like, who am I? And um how do other people see me and how do I influence other people and like all of that thinking through all of it and it's really really hard it's really hard to hone in on what exactly am I good at? (laughs) What am I unique at? And I'm going to give you some really good tips because this is something that like is a passion of mine. I love being able to get people on the track of seeing what they're talented at. And this is literally what I do as another business. Um, If you've ever heard me mention Steward Development Group, it is literally working on people's leadership skills, on their behavior, on their personalities, and working on that as an individual and also among your teams. Like putting all of that together and how do you work individually and how do you work um, in community with other people. And that is just such a passion of mine. I love Love doing it. And so I think that I can really, really serve you guys in being able to kind of um, hone that in if that is something that you struggle with. So 
I can tell you right now that there are so many assessments. There are so many things that you can look to to figure out, um, you know, what you're good at. There's, I don't know, there's high performance habits. There's um, the DISC assessment. There's the Myers-Briggs assessment. There's your love languages, which might not relate to work, but there's another, that's another assessment. There's um, strength finders. There's the Enneagram. That's a really big buzzword right now. There are so many, (laughs) there are so many many and it gets overwhelming like what do I do and who am I and how do all these things come out to and let me tell you right now it doesn't matter I'm I'm as much as this is my job and this is how much I love doing this stuff it really do not get stressed out about who you are in this assessment and who you are in this thing those are tools and I think that they are incredible tools if you are stressed out and you don't know what your strengths are or anything like that, like reach out to me because I can help you be able to get that figured out and everything. But if you are different on one test and you're different on another test and all of that, like it's just a tool to help you find clarification in who you are because these assessments, any kind of assessment, the Myers-Briggs, the DISC, any one of those are literally just telling you what you told it. The tests are are put together with questions to be able to break it down for you. So instead of you flying by the seat of the pan- of your pants and just kind of not really knowing um, out of all the things that people can be, I can be extroverted, I can be introverted, I can be um, detail-oriented, I can be people-oriented, I can be like all of those things, it just hones it down for you and becomes a clarification tool for you. And it can become a communicator a communication tool for other people as well. If you're working on teams, knowing who you are in a very clear format is literally the best way that you can use those assessments and everything. It is not to put you in a box because honestly, the glory, like not the glory, but the um, amazingness of these assessments is that you can take one And maybe you take the DISC assessment. Maybe you take something where you're taking the DISC assessment and you turn out to be a D on the DISC assessment. And then somebody else is a D as well. That doesn't mean that you take another assessment like your love language assessment. What's going to happen is that you you might have a different result on that one. And that is the amazingness of it is that God creates us completely different so that, yes, you might fit in this small little box for this kind of thing. But then on the next kind of thing, you're going to be different than the next person and different than the next person. And that's what's so amazing is that we can't fit ourselves into boxes. Yes, you can use it as a clarification tool to to get you more and more down the track of being able to clearly see how you function in social situations, in your work, all of those things. But that's what it's there for. It's not there to put you in a box. It's not there to say that you're just like thousands of other people who are D's as well or C's or anything like that or number eight on the Enneagram or number two, any of those, it is literally just there for clarification. So I just want to get that out of the way because I think so many people get so stuck on that that they're like, I'm this and I'm just like everybody else out there that is a two or a D or whatever. And it's not true because you have so many other facets that are coming together to be able to make you who you are. 
And I want to talk to you about that, how you can start using that as as a strength instead of comparing yourselves to other people and saying, or yourself to other people and saying, oh my gosh, I'm not like them in this area. I need to be like them because God has created you completely unique. And that is what is so amazing. And it's so valuable. It is so valuable. And that is the point of this whole month as we're going through the series is that you are so valuable as you are. And there is no need to try to be like somebody else. Yes, you can improve. Yes, you can learn new skills and all of that. But you are created as an individual with individual skills. That is amazing. So a little bit of like about myself for reference before we dive into this. Um, I am a D, uh, not not a D, I'm sorry. I am a C <laughs> on the DISC assessment. I am an ISTJ in Myers-Briggs. Um, on the high performance habits, I like have, I have really high energy. I have really high clarity, but I struggle a lot. There's other ones too, but those are my two high ones. And I struggle a lot with um, influence, just being completely real. That is what I, I told the test and that's what it gave back <laughs> is that that's my struggle. And that's the thing that I'm, I'm working through a lot and, and work like really, really trying to hone in on and get really clear on what I'm doing and be able to influence with that. And that that's something that I'm working on. And so with all of that, that's who I am. I love with with um, the disc, I'm a C. So that means that I'm really detail oriented. I love Excel spreadsheets. I love um, actually I love Excel spreadsheets to the point to the point guys, where (laughs) we are planning a trip. um, And I won't say where yet. That'll come out later. But um, we're planning a trip and I have put our whole itinerary in an Excel spreadsheet because if I can do that, I can also add prices of everything. It can generate sums of our prices and all of that. And I just think it's absolutely amazing. And I am just so happy about Excel spreadsheets. So anyway, if you need any help with Excel spreadsheets, I can help you out. (laughs) But that is what I love. I love details. I love research. I love um, all of that. I'm also an introvert. So I have, I really struggle in, um, social areas like not not being awkward just I really get tired I really get tired very quickly my batteries are drained very quickly in that situation I just want to go home and go to bed after I'm with people and that's something that I have to grow into and so that's where I am just being completely honest just kind of bearing everything for you to see um, and if you struggle with that I, I totally get it and if you struggle with the opposite I totally get the struggle like I get where you're coming from and wanting to understand the other side and in some cases wanting to be the other side of what you're what you are so um, with that said I wanted to kind of show you like here is how I think of these things like because often being that being an ISTJ for me being an introvert being a detail oriented person I have looked at other people and wished that I didn't care so much about details that I could just let it go and it's easy and I don't stress people out by wanting all the details and I've also done that with um being an introvert I've also wanted to be like the person that could just you know have fun with people and not care and my whole day was booked with people and all of that and that is something that like I really struggle with and so I have compared and said oh I wish I could do this the way that somebody else does and here is the way that I have thought about it and I think it's going to be so helpful for you guys is that if you can think about personalities 
every single kind of personality or behavioral trait or anything like that on a circle. Think about this on the rim of a circle. And so specifically, like let's just make this really clear um, so you can kind of visualize it, but specifically think about this circle and it's got a rim all the way around and at the very top on the rim is extrovert, okay? And then on the bottom is introvert, okay? And then on the right-hand side, you've got people-oriented people and then on the left-hand side, you've got detail-oriented people, okay? So for me, I am in the bottom left. I'm introverted and I'm detail-oriented, okay? So if you think about it this way, if you think about this all on a circle, if I'm looking over at the extroverted person who is people-oriented, who just gets so much energy and who cares so much about people and less about the details, really could care less about research, all of that, if I'm looking over at that and I'm wishing that I was that person, now think about this. Think about if I have a rubber band on my side of the circle and I'm stretching it all the way over to where this other opposite person is, you are compromising. Yes, you can stretch, but you are compromising the integrity of your rubber band by stretching that far. And that is what I think is so powerful is that if you are staying in your space, you have so much more power because your rubber band is strong. It's the strongest that it will ever be. It won't break. But the more you stretch it, the more it could possibly break. And that doesn't mean that you can't exercise those skills. That doesn't mean that you can't get better. But to keep looking at other people and wish that you had their strength, know that your strength, they're having to stretch their rubber band to be like you. They're having to do the same thing to be like you. And if we can both exist and work and create in our own spaces and be able to share that back and forth, be able to share the, okay, well, this person has this strength over here that I don't have, and maybe I can exercise and learn how to be able to do that. But at the same time, maybe they would be better doing this thing that I want to do. Maybe they'd be better helping me do that because that they aren't stretching their rubber band to be able to do that. They are the strongest that they can possibly be being right around their area and that is such a huge analogy for me that has really really helped me um, in kind of honing in on that and saying okay this is something that like I I have struggled with in the past and to be able to see that to be able to see that I am the strongest in my area and I can help the most people in my area and that person over there is helping the most people in their area by being able to stay in their strengths. That just completely levels the playing field of comparison, of feeling like you don't have to stretch so far, feeling like you you don't have to drain yourself so much to try to be like other people. It's just not worth it. It is not worth it because God created you to be on your side of the spectrum and they are over on their side of the spectrum and that is fine and that is fine. And, and to be able to actually be okay with that and then exercise your strengths or your, your skills and be able to, um, actually grow those in the future is fine. Um, but I think so many of us kind of stop ourselves and wish that we were somebody else and God created you to be able to be very, very strong in where you are and learning those strengths is key. And that is what I do. That is what I do over at Steward Development Group is going through with people and saying, okay, well, what are your strengths? How can we get this clear? And I go through it with personal development. I go through it with sales. I go through it with 
Like, who are you in sales? Who are you in your work environment? Who are you among other people? Who are you on your team? And all of that and pulling those out and saying, okay, let's get some clarity here. Um, and, and that is just such a huge thing for so many people is because they just don't have that clarity. And if that's you, I totally understand. I understand being there. And I hope that this has been something that is super helpful f- for you. But also, if you want more clarity, just let me know. You can send me a DM. You can... Um, Um, contact me on the website and on um, the Abandoning Average website and just contact me, let me know because I can totally get you in on that um, and get you kind of like we can work together on this and really hone in on um, your skills and who you are and how you work best and being able to stay within your zone of that um, rubber band in a sense and not stretching too far. Yes, you can learn how to stretch better, but the best, honestly, the best leaders are the people that learn how to be able to um, stretch less, really and delegate to more people. It's it's actually proven that the best leaders are the ones that learn how to be able to do that. And they actually move from being so far out on the rim to actually moving toward the center of the circle um, so that they have to stretch less to all of their areas. Um, so that that is key. And that's what I love being able to help people to do is kind of move their, move their um, zone of genius from all the way out on the edge of the rim to the middle. Um, and that's so cool. It's so, it's so cool to be able to see people do that. And I want that for you. So let me know if that is something that, um, you'd be interested in is getting training in that area because that's literally what I do. (laughs) But, um, yeah, yeah. So let me know. And, um, also I wanted to bring up, um, as a last point, I know, Um, a lot of times we talk about the body of Christ and this is such a cool analogy for this because we talk about the body of Christ oftentimes in that you're a hand and he's a foot and you make up the body of Christ or something like that. Like, like all of those people together make up the body of Christ. But at the same time, I think that this really applies to this specific topic too, in that if you're a hand, you can do things that other people can't. You can you're a you have capabilities that other people just don't have. And being able to function in that is has so much power and so much strength and so much value. And to be able to do that and not wish that you were something else, that you were an eye or that you were a mouth or anything like that, being able to realize that you have a strength that nobody else has and you can never move over to being an eye. Like you just can't. (laughs) And so realizing the strength that you are in and, and utilizing it to the best of your ability and being joyful about that and thanking God that he gave you for, he gave you that specific talent or that specific skill. That is something that is just incredible. And, and you will be so, so powerful in staying within that area. I cannot tell you how crazy that is. And and like I said, if you struggle with that at all, think about it as a rubber band. You have more power staying within your zone of genius than you do stretching to be like somebody else. And I hope that that is encouraging to you. I hope that you're able to implement that into your day and start thinking about that more because it will give you so much freedom and so much energy for the work that you do every day.
You guys, I cannot tell you how wonderful this is to be able to have you guys along for the ride. And as you guys know, I hang out so often over on Instagram. And so I would love for you guys to be able to follow me there. Um, and then also leave a review on the podcast and let me know what you thought. I love being able to see that. Um, so yeah, I would love to be able to hear from you what you thought, all of that. And then also we do have a Facebook community, a Facebook group called Abandoning Average, um, where we are just, it's very ground floor right now. And we are, tr we are building it to be able to be a close knit group of people that are really energized and, um, ambitious and working toward our big goals together and being able to pray together and work together and encourage each other. And so that, that is something that is just so important to me. And I truly, truly hope that, um, I will see you over there. So thank you guys so much. I hope you have a fantastic day.